Coming to theaters January 26th, Left Behind, Rise of the Antichrist. Was it the rapture? Yes, I saw it happen. After millions of people vanish and the world falls into chaos, a charismatic leader rises to become head of the United Nations. How do we know who we can trust? Trust God. Starring Kevin Sorbo, Neil McDonough, and Corbin Burnson. Left Behind, Rise of the Antichrist. This film is not rated but suitable for ages 13 and up in theaters for four days only beginning January 26th. Go to leftbehindmovie.com. From the birthplace of radio's greatest era. Now, from New York, it's Radio Night Live with Kevin McCullough. Unlike anything else on radio today, it's a front row seat for great information with today's leading experts. The millionaire maker, Hillary Kramer. Travel with a third generation travel icon, Linda Perillo. The Fox News Medical All-Stars featuring Dr. Mark Siegel, Dr. Marty McCary, Dr. Jeanette Nishwat, and the OG, Dr. Nicole Sapphire. Legal analysis from former prosecutor and court journalism superstar Imran Ansari and Christine Nicholas. The quintessential heartbeat to New York hospitality. All joining legendary broadcast pro Kevin McCullough on a mission unlike any other. United to bring back New York. Now, live from Studio 111, here's Kevin McCullough. All right, very glad to have you with us. It's Thursday, and that means it's legal night. It's all about the uh, the jots and tittles and P's and Q's and every little piece of the law. In fact, Imran Ansari, my, uh, my intrepid co-host here on Thursdays, the guy that's more informed on any of this stuff than I'll ever hope to be, uh, I... <laughs> The hour leading up to this show, I spent on the phone with an attorney um, <laughs> talking about the intricate uh, and very delicate uh, nature of intellectual property usage and, and laws. And I don't I didn't I didn't um, I wasn't planning on telling you about this. But did you know you, you have to because you're a lawyer, but there's an entire industry out there of people that get photos um that they get them they get them licensed to themselves and then they'll they'll sell them like say say someone sells one to the the new york post and then uh if people that are um uh writing about the story from the new york post or they put it on tv or whatever and they use that photo and, and there's a pixel in the photo somewhere that they've they've had inserted into the photo and it shows up um if they run google search on the on the pics uh, they've got a whole line of defendants for wrongful use, and that's their that's their that's their bread and butter for like the next week. They just send out form letters. You know, you used our our picture. You owe me fifteen hundred dollars. Boom, 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 boom. And it was really enlightening to uh, have this conversation because, man, I mean, I think we've talked a lot about the good use of the law. Um, just to know that there's these like cottage industries of of that kind of stuff just trying to catch people uh, just kind of blew my mind. It was really crazy. Yeah, no, I mean, listen, Kevin, that is a phenomenon. With, well, that, that is an extremely uh, uh, crazy, you know, that's not a legal term, crazy phenomenon that you're going to uh, have a single pixel in a photo and use that uh, to weaponize litigation against um, the publication that used that photo. But, you know, there's a lot of criticism uh, about litigation and, and certain um, avenues for lawsuits that seem to be frivolous or just in bad faith. And, uh, you know, there was a whole <clears throat> line of cases at one point, Kevin, where people were using attorneys and litigants were using Google Maps uh, over hotels uh, and like the satellite view to see if the hotel had 
uh, accommodation for, uh, you know, those who are disabled. Uh, to like use wheelchair the ramps and stuff. Yeah. And of course, you know, we want that. We want people who to enjoy, uh, you know, using a pool at a hotel, no matter what uh, physical condition you are in. But uh, they were using that to sort of, you know, carpet bomb uh, with litigation letters or pre-litigation letters and extract settlements uh, on these hotel owners. And it was pretty, uh, it's pretty insane how that's done, you know, but that's, it leaves a bad taste, I would say, in the public's mouth, um, those sort of lawsuits. In fact, you know, there, there was a news and I was talking on a major cable news network, and I will be tomorrow, actually, uh, about some of this litigation going on. Uh, against Dunkin' Donuts in the state of New Jersey uh, for, you know, coffee spills. And that sort of is the example uh, I use even to juries. When I'm picking a jury, Kevin, on a personal injury case, uh, I will use the example of the McDonald's lawsuit of spilled coffee, which was sort of, uh, you know, $2 million was awarded in 1994 to, to a lady who spilled McDonald's coffee on herself. And, you know, that is sort of the example that people who want tort reform uh, and who are adverse to these personal injury lawsuits and these lawsuits, they use that as the example, the the exemplar case of why there may need to be tort reform. Uh, And when I'm picking a jury, when I want to weed out the people who may be adverse to my personal injury client as a plaintiff, I use that as as an example to get, you know, weed out those potential jurors. Uh, But, you know... It sounds like that it's a similar vein, uh, embedding a, a you know pixel of a, a photo and then going after the piece. Yeah, person. the term that the attorney I was speaking with continued to use was copyright trolls. That uh, that yeah. they actually they they throw this bait out there and all they do is they they stick it out there to go find people that uh, end up using it. And I would imagine now that you have you know social media influence growing the way that it is and people that are not even formal formal corporate entities that use this stuff but say you you've, you're an influencer and you you've got you know five six million uh followers on social media and you pull a picture off the internet because you're making a point about a story and you stick it in there and they find it the judge could not just get you for the 750 dollars one-time use that you put it up they could multiply that by a multiple of the seven million people that follow you Correct, correct. And, you know, that um, that concept of using one's image, you know, I have handled lawsuits, Kevin, um, under New York Civil Rights Law 50 and 51. Um, and that is the right of privacy law. Uh, and it allows uh, a plaintiff, if their image is used for a commercial purpose, uh, to sue. So just, you know, by way of example, I had a client who uh, took some photographs with um, a photographer, like headshots. Um, And maybe didn't realize what she was signing. Fair enough. But um, ultimately is walking through Best Buy uh, and sees her photograph. Her own picture. uh, Yeah. Used uh, in conjunction with uh, an electronic device. I don't want to name it. You know, I don't want to comment. But, you know, she she's imagine that walking through Best Buy and suddenly see your image Uh, and the fact that it was being used and used in Best Buys in New York. as for a commercial purpose, uh, we initiated litigation against the uh, the company that used her image. Um, and, what you know, ended up happening? Did you did they uh, take it down, or did they pay her? There was some money exchanged. Okay, <laughs> so I'll just put it that way. There was money exchanged, and ultimately she was satisfied with that. 
there were some sort of side arguments regarding did she actually sign away her rights to those particular photographs, not necessarily her likeness. But that's something which happens. Uh, and, and interestingly enough, and I know we have a lot of big stories out there to talk about, um, you, you may find abroad, you may be in a, a uh, and I've seen this down recently in a vacation to a Caribbean island, uh, the, using the likeness of celebrities um, on various billboards and things like that. <laughs> and there may be an argument to say that there's an infringement of intellectual property or right of privacy by using that photograph there. Shaquille so O'Neal is not ever- really... Is not really endorsing uh, Haitian uh, uh, sugarcane this this fall. I was I was surprised. <laughs> right. So you know, Kevin, keep a track on where your mug is being used. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure in the <laughs> cane fields of Haiti, there. You know, this this bald white guy is a spokesperson for everything. Um, uh, he's Imran Ansari. I'm Kevin McCullough, and we do have a lot to get to today. Uh, there's a lot of news coming out of the Congress. Congress is where laws are made. Uh, that is relevant to Legal Night. But there's also a very interesting kind of uh, case, or Mike Gallagher used the word earlier today, scandal of double standard coming from the White House. And we're going to have to get into this as well, because uh, Imran, the, uh, uh, the, the, the president, uh, who just a few weeks ago, I mean, it was, it was not even a year, uh, Scott Pelley of 60 Minutes had Joe Biden on, on, on 60 Minutes. And he asks him the very direct question, what did what went through your mind when you saw Donald Trump's uh, display of the classified pages that were found at Mar-a-Lago when you saw them laying on the floor? What what went through your mind? And the president, um, someone tagged him and he woke up and uh, the president uh, responded uh, to Scott Pelley by saying, oh, it was horrible. I've never seen anything so irresponsible. Well. Let's talk about the legality of all of this when we come back, because it turns out Joe Biden may have misplaced a a classified document or two, and they're starting to turn up in more than one place and not in a Secret Service secured vault (laughs) in the bottom of a hotel. Anyway, coming right back. It's Legal Night. He's Imran. I'm Kevin. Stay here. Listen to AM 970 The Answer on Alexa. Tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey.com. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Wish there was an easier way to navigate the world of real estate. If only there was a way to learn from the best. Well, now there is. Saturdays at 10, our very own Dottie Herman, Vice Chair of Douglas Elliman, gives you the inside track to what is hot in real estate. Stay one step ahead in today's seller's market as Dottie gives her tips on how to make it through the tricky waters. Doesn't matter if you're new to the game or a seasoned vet. You need to listen to Eye on Real Estate. Dottie and her team of experts will guide you as sellers and buyers to make sure you're getting the best value for your property. Whether you want to become a real estate agent or work within the business, there is no better person to learn from than the great Dottie Herman. Why? Because she is the best. Period. (laughs) So tune in. Eye on Real Estate, Saturdays at 10 on AM 970, The Answer. That's I on Real Estate, Saturday mornings at 10 o'clock on AM 970, The Answer. All right, Happy New Year, and just like we did in 2022, in 2023, you're going to get to ask real questions and get real answers from one Mike Connors of Connors & Sullivan. And Mike, we start the new year with Tom from Brooklyn. He said, I inherited my uncle's house. Now, what do I do, Mike Connors? 
Well, you know, Tom, the, the answer's up to you. Obviously, you inherited the house. You can do one of two things. You can sell it or keep it. Uh, if you keep it, you can rent it out. And if assuming you inherited it and it was done the right way, you can basically rent out that property probably for about 20 years tax-free. And that's usually, I'm simplifying it, but that's usually the way it goes. Or if you sell the house, capital gains are wiped out by death if the inheritance was done right. And then you can sell the house tax-free. So congratulations, good luck, and do what you want to do. That seems pretty simple, but I know that uh, some of you have um, much more difficult questions, and you should send them to Mike because he's going to be answering them not only here with Kevin McCullough, but also on his own broadcasts every weekend, 8 a.m. on Saturdays on AM 570 and 102.3 FM, The Mission, and also on Sunday mornings at 11 o'clock on AM 970, The Answer. You send those questions to askmikeconnors at gmail.com, askmikeconnors at gmail.com. And then if you have uh, personal questions, that you need, you know, substantive uh, response to, and you need a team to help really sort through your end-of-life planning, call the number and get an appointment, 718-238-6500. The McCulloughs had all of our end-of-life planning done with Connors and Sullivan, and I will tell you, you are in perfect hands. They have five convenient locations throughout the tri-state, and it's your your best bet is to uh, call them today and ask uh, for an appointment, 718-238-6500, 718-238-6500. Mike Connors, with that note, Happy New Year, and thanks so much. Happy New Year. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Call in to the Joe Piscopo Show and let your voice be heard. Hey, let me go to Tom and Boca Raton. Your show is, in my opinion, the great American story. Joe Piscopo's father, the family, Al, everybody in your show, you guys put together a team. I love your show. Everybody's beautiful. We're very I, fortunate to have a great American story, I, Joe Piscopo. Joe Piscopo, weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on AM 970. The answer. The Eric Metaxas Show, tonight at 11 on AM 970. The answer. Back to Kevin McCullough and Radio Night Live from New York. Well, if you missed it earlier today, here's what went down at uh, 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue between Peter Ducey and one Joe Biden. Take a listen. Classified, classified material next to your Corvette. What were you thinking? Let me, uh, look, I'm going to get a chance to speak on all this, God willing, soon. But as I said earlier this week, people, and by the way, my Corvette's in a locked garage. Okay? So it's not like you're sitting out in the street. So but anyway. Was in a garage. Yes, as well as my Corvette. Um, but as I said earlier this week. And so then he goes on to explain why uh, he didn't really do anything wrong and it's all taken care of and it's all good. Now, Imran Ansari, our top legal analyst here on Legal Night, I've got a couple of questions. Um, he was the vice president when these classified papers were classified. And it's my understanding in our separation of powers that the vice president does not have all of the same uh, legal privileges as the president himself. So I'm curious on some level the difference in the vice president having classified material outside of where it's supposed to be as opposed to the claim of a former president saying, I declassified those things, and therefore I had a right to have them. That's kind of one question in my head. And the other thing is, 
Um, does anybody actually think that having them secured at Mar-a-Lago after the Secret Service said, you need to put two extra locks on here and we'll have a s- person posted at the door and this will happen and that will happen and whatever, does anybody think that that's the equivalent security of his Corvette and his locked garage uh, or or his museum or his or his office? He's, they've found them in multiple places now. And I guess part of that is their own due diligence. They, once they realized they had some, they thought, oh, well, we better go check all the other places we have. And so I'm giving them some credit on trying to find them all. But, um, Imran, talk to me about those two issues, specifically the difference in the VP and the president. I mean, he's president now, so I guess he could technically go back and say, well, I, I'm going to declassify all those now. But th- the media is not drawing any kind of uh, attention to this, but it seems to me to just be screaming with hypocrisy. Well, yeah, Kevin, I mean, I think it's a huge embarrassment for the administration and for Joe Biden here um, for this to to come out like this, especially just in the context of, uh, you know, what was what has been said, the the sort of uh, pounding of the chest from uh, regarding Donald Trump and the legal sort of juggernaut that followed. How dare you? How, How could you possibly even kind of language? Right. But, you know, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. And I think that what we're going to see uh, going forward is going to be very telling uh, from Merrick Garland, the DOJ, and how they handle this. And I think it, they're going to have to uh, show some accountability here. Otherwise, we really will lose all uh, f- lose all faith in the uh, DOJ and how they handle things. It's going to have to be an equal application um, of the law here. And whether... Uh, there's a distinction between what he has as a VP um, and what Donald Trump had as a president. Um, when you boil it down just to the simple, simple uh, concept of having classified documents uh, when it should not be in the possession of Joe Biden. Well, you know, it's the equivalent, in my opinion. And there's going to have to be uh, a certain amount of accountability here for Joe Biden. Um, and what how have the DOJ, Merrick Garland, look into this? If there's an investigation um, is going to be very telling. And I think he's going to have to do it uh, or he's going to run the risk of really losing the faith and confidence uh, of the American people. And when we're so polarized as it is, yeah. uh, we're going to have yeah. to show some sort of uh, uh, equity here. Uh, but, well, it's you know, interesting it's- that you say that because and I, I'm starting to get the feeling that this has happened a lot over the years. Because Bill Clinton had classified documents and George W. Bush had classified documents and Barack Obama had classified documents and Hillary Clinton, who was never even president, had like 2000 classified documents on those uh, hard drives that uh, uh, what's his name? Um, The head of uh, the DOJ came out and um, big tall guy. What's his name? Um, He was head of the FBI. James Uh, Comey. Comey. James Comey. Yes. Thank you. Um, it, but when he made his report, you know, like, well, we found 2,000 instances. I mean, it seems like they've all had things that they weren't supposed to have. So maybe we say, well, okay, this is par for the course, and really we treat it like it should be unless there were national security secrets on something and they were doing something nefarious with them. Just say, well, yeah. presidents are presidents, and this is what they do, and the archives try to get them back, and sometimes they do and sometimes they haven't. But, you know, it to me, that would be, if you're really concerned about public debate, that would go a lot farther than going, oh, my gosh, I can't believe Donald Trump did that. And then when Joe Biden does it like Joey Behar did, Yesterday, oh well, we know it, it, we we had to be upset when Trump did it because he's a liar and a thief. But we know Joe Biden's not a liar and a thief. 
That's where I think it starts damaging the respect for the office, the people, and the debate, because you're yeah. clearly making a double standard in favor of the guy that you like. Right. Not you well, personally, Ke- but Joy Behar was. Yeah. And Kevin, you know, that, I mean, I think it will now uh, perhaps require uh, a look as to the intent. Was it a nefarious purpose or was it a simple mistake? And I sort of get this image of, uh, you know, Biden, uh, Trump and all these others that you just mentioned, uh, you know, get it going out of the office, stuffing some papers in their bags. They may want to look at it and do some work at home. That's like I'm literally getting that sort of image here. And, it's, you know, if there's no nefarious purpose, no one is leaking anything. And and it's really that, uh, you know, benign, if you will, then maybe we have to reevaluate how we sort of make a big deal about things here and 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 reevaluate how a, a an executive or uh, you know, a vice president, what have you, uh, treats the documents going forward. But, uh, you know, it's it's also somewhat amusing. You know, you have this image of this Corvette in a in a garage, and I'm, <laughs> I'm looking at the corner of my office, uh, and I'm thinking about, you know, how I have stacks of papers there, and it's like, you know, uh, um, look at a box of papers in a garage near a Corvette. It's kind of a laughable, but it's also I concerning. thought it was funny that Steve Ducey literally asked the – Commander in chief, what were you thinking? (laughs) You don't don't hear people ask presidents that question. It's a pretty sweet Corvette, Kevin. (laughs) I guess I don't know what documents are in the glove compartment, but yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, that was that was one. And so your your take is Merrick Garland's going to be more or less forced to deal with some aspect of this and make some sort of uh, statement because otherwise it just it's too too obvious to point to them and say they're playing favorites? Uh, yeah, I would say so. And, you know, Kevin, I've, I've said this uh, many a times when we've been talking about various topics uh, where there is a law enforcement or prosecutorial body. Uh, I'm a strong believer that a prosecutorial body or agency should not play favorites based on political lines. Of course, you know, that's when you have the DOJ and you have an appointed uh, you know, AG who is in a certain party line, um, then there needs to be maybe a little more uh, showing and to get the faith of the American public uh, of equality. And if you're going to handle one case in a certain way, you're going to have to handle the other in the same way, regardless of party affiliation. Yeah, no, that makes sense to me. Um, all right, so that was the one big story. Now we're gonna we're gonna walk down the mall from the White House over to Congress when we come back because there's a bunch of stuff happening in the early stages of the new Congress uh, that are gonna have some impact, and we'll get Imran's uh, assessment on a bunch of those things. Plus, a little bit later on, ESPN employees are taking their former employee or former employees are taking their former employer to court because they want their job back. It's all related to the COVID nineteen vaccine. And where do we stand with all of these kind of uh, hit and miss uh, judgments? Some people can get their job back and never had to take the jab. And other people like the military are being told, if you don't take the jab, you're still out of a job. Uh, We'll talk about all of it with uh, Imran. We continue. It's Legal Night. This is Radio Night Live. Sponsored by Pfizer. This winter, there are new COVID-19 booster shots designed to help protect against recent Omicron variants. If it's been at least two months since your primary series or original booster, schedule your updated COVID-19 booster dose at vaccines.gov. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. Take it from Charlie Kirk. As I read this New York Times article, so I read the New York Times so you don't have to. Salem Media Group reaches more people than they realize. This is my favorite line of the whole thing. 
Their hosts are big names, and they have huge reach, which makes them one of the most powerful forces in conservative media. Step into our big names to help grow your business. To find out more about it, reach out to our general sales manager, Laura Schaefer, by calling 212-857-9639. Ready to start a business in New Jersey? The state's New Jersey Business Action Center is here to guide you through the process. Call us at 1-800-JERSEY-7. That's 1-800-JERSEY-7. This message sponsored by the New Jersey Business Action Center, the New Jersey Broadcasters Association, and this station. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. You know when you start up a motorcycle and you hear it go, when it takes off. I was losing that. I was losing my energy, like everybody does as they grow older. And I don't want to be tired. I don't want to look tired, and I don't want to be tired. I started using Balance of Nature about a year and a half ago. Noticed the results immediately, and I went, oh my gosh, this works. This is what I've been missing all my life. (laughs) I'm loving life actually more than I ever, ever have. I missed my va-va-voom. I got it back. Experience the balance of nature difference for yourself. See why Kathy Lee Gifford and thousands of others have had life-changing success with balance of nature. Take advantage of our New Year's offer while you still can. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com. That's 1-800-246-8751 and get $25 off plus a free fiber and spice when you use discount code KLG. Wish there was an easier way to navigate the world of real estate? If only there was a way to learn from the best. Well, now there is. Saturdays at 10 a.m., our very own Dottie Herman, vice chair of Douglas Elliman, gives you the inside track to what is hot in real estate. Stay one step ahead in today's seller's market as Dottie gives her tips on how to make it through the tricky waters of real estate. Doesn't matter if you're new to the game or a seasoned vet, you need to listen to Eye on Real Estate. Dottie and her terrific team of experts will guide you as sellers and buyers to make sure you're getting the best value for your property. Whether you want to become a real estate agent or work within the business, there's no better person to learn from than the great Dottie Herman. She's a legend. She's the best, period. Tune in to Eye on Real Estate, Saturdays at 10 a.m. here on AM 970, The Answer. That's I on Real Estate. Don't miss it. Saturdays at 10 a.m. here on AM 970, The Answer. The only station in New York that doesn't hold back. AM 970, The Answer. From New York, it's Radio Night Live with Kevin McCullough. All right. Very glad to have you with us. And, um... Imran Ansari's here, Kevin McCullough. It's legal night, one of my favorite nights of the uh, week when we uh, delve into all these uh, very cool topics because Imran educates me. He, he gives me an education on uh, things that I don't know about the law. And uh, coming up, he's going to do that for you, too. He's got Esquire etiquette uh, later this hour and give you a legal tip uh, for your night. But, uh, Imran, we all know that the Congress is where the laws start, right? So um, the Constitution has divvied up the uh, rights of the federal government to write law, to interpret law, and to enforce law. That's the difference in the legislative, judicial, and executive branches. Um, and with each new Congress, the 118th being the current one, there's a new chance to write new laws and to change things about the way the laws work. So right off the bat, Mr. McCarthy has come in. And there's a few things that he's going to do. He wants to get rid of the 87,000 IRS agents, and I guess he can 
not in the sense that he undoes the the um, the president's executive order, but he can they can defund it. They can take all the money out of it. And then he's also making uh, just some pretty radical statements about what he's going to allow in terms of people who are on committees. Uh, Eric Swalwell, who was compromised by a Chinese spy that he was sleeping with for a few years, uh, it will be removed from the Intelligence Committee. Adam Schiff, who Mr. McCarthy said lied in multiple presentations during the Trump impeachments to the American people, is going to be taken off of, I think it's judiciary. And then Elon Omar, who has shown a pretty consistent um, grudge against Israel, is not going to probably be able to keep her seat on the committee that she's on. So what, what, what's the legality of all of these things? Uh, Imran Ansari, what's this Congress doing and what's the legal footing that uh, Kevin McCarthy is basing all this on? Yeah, well, you know, they're now in control, right? So we expected a shakeup like this. I think, you know, of course, there was a, a the very dramatic lead up to uh, Mr. McCarthy taking that role as speaker. And, and now he's there and he's uh, getting business done as he sees fit in many ways. Uh, and we knew that some of these committees, there would be a little cleaning house. And some of the names that you just mentioned, uh, I would say if we were going to predict what was going to happen, uh, where it was expected. And then, you know, you have... Uh, the first real big uh, piece of business uh, coming out of the gate here for House GOPs was um, the IRS and, and, you know, defunding or taking the money out of that bill, which was going to put, you know, uh, those score of IRS agents in uh, and really sort of look what uh, the criticism was here from the GOP um, was that this was going to essentially weaponize. And I don't necessarily mean literally, but weaponize the IRS even more to go after the average American uh, in terms of, you know, doing audits, et cetera, and shaking things up and exposing many Americans to these audits and perhaps, who knows, uh, prosecution for, for things that may not necessarily need to be prosecuted. But uh, that was the first order uh, of business out of the gate. Uh, it wasn't inflation. It wasn't gas prices. It wasn't immigration, but it was actually the IRS. Uh, and there was a lot of criticism uh, from the GOP, from House GOPs, from the party, uh, as to this bill uh, and the IRS in terms of, uh, uh, you know, what was the intention of the bill and what would it do in terms of uh, these agents and how would it affect the everyday American. Uh, and the general perception was that it was going to uh, lead to this, this sort of 87,000 floodgate of IRS agents out there harassing the everyday American uh, looking to, you know, sort of, you know, take a hardworking American and, and put them through the ringer, which ultimately, you know, sometimes the IRS goes after someone or, or requests an audit and nothing is found. It's just, you know, a, a fluke. Uh, but, you know, I can tell you most likely for the average American, that's a very stressful process. But now oh, the pain uh, they go right, through to get yeah. that, get all their stuff together is insane. I've seen people that have been put through it. And I've just always been thankful that I that I haven't had to be. Um, and but here's the thing. And I think, you know, it's it's interesting because the comparison to like immigration and so forth, that is that is all very relevant. And certainly a lot of people voted on all those issues. And one of the things I heard said repeatedly is, why did we need to hire 87000 more IRS agents when we could have hired half of that and put them on the southern border and probably solved, you know, a good chunk of our uh, of our, you know, coming across illegally uh, problem. Uh, and I think that that's not a bad argument to, to make necessarily. Yeah, no, I agree. Listen, uh, I mean, we're talking about money and where it's supplied. Um, and was, you know, on the other side, arguments say, could you say that it 
ferreting out those people who may be not, who be uh, not necessarily uh, too honest or, or unscrupulous with their taxes. Um, you know, I would say that that's the exception to the rule, right? The uh, the exception. To but the you're norm. going after nickel and dime people. I mean, because they weren't going right. to be going after corporations and the and the big big money. This was these guys were were going to be focused on middle class families you know that were exactly you know, right and that was hard work yeah, that, yeah. and and you know yeah. that's it that you know this money this the uh the spending the allocation of the funds that would have been funding these eighty-seven thousand irs agents and whatever they had to do could be applied uh in a better way in my opinion all right he's imran i'm kevin more legal night straight ahead don't go away Did you know the human body does not make its own vitamin C? Taking vitamin C is one of the best things you can do for your health, and aqua powders is the best way to get vitamin C. Aqua powders vitamin C is delicious when added to water and provides you with 2,000 milligrams of vitamin C to boost your immune system and increase your energy. Transform your water into wellness with aqua powders vitamin C, available at Amazon. That's Aqua Powders with a Z, available at Amazon. MyPillow is having their biggest bed sheet sale ever. The MyPillow Percale sheets are available in a variety of colors and all sizes. Now on sale, for example, the queen size, regular price $89.98, now only $39.98 with your promo code. Order now, as there is a very limited supply. The MyPillow Percale sheets are breathable and have a cool, crisp feel. They have deep pockets to fit over any mattress. The my Pillow Percale sheets come with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, use promo code AM970 to receive the My Pillow Percale sheets for as low as $29.98. Order now, because when they're gone, they're gone. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-651-0798. Use the promo code AM970. That's 800-651-0798. 800-651-0798. Use the promo code AM970. Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're looking outside of big corporate control. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something worth watching. The new Salem News Channel. Straightforward, unfiltered, in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. SNC is home to Dennis Prager, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Watch anytime on any screen. Free 24-7. Find what you're looking for at snc.tv. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Call in to the Joe Piscopo Show and let your voice be heard. Hey, let me go to Tom and Boca Raton. Your show is, in my opinion, the great American story. Joe Piscopo's father, the family, Al, everybody in your show, you guys put together a team. I love your show. Everybody's beautiful. We're very fortunate to have a great American story, Joe Piscopo. Joe Piscopo, weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on AM 970, The Answer. (laughs) 
Hi, this is Judge Kamins, a partner at Idala Bertuna and Kamins, and where Arthur Idala of the Arthur Idala Power Hour works at his 24-7 day job. In 2014, I retired from the bench to join ABK, which is a full-service preeminent boutique firm that has been helping New Yorkers when legal problems arise. ABK is uniquely qualified to assist New Yorkers who have a wide range of legal problems, from personal injury claims and civil litigation to criminal defense and trusts and estates. I personally work on appellate matters, attorney disciplinary matters, and complex legal issues with a dedicated group of attorneys who provide a team approach to each case. There is no legal problem too big or small for this talented and hardworking legal team. So when you think of the Idala Power Hour, also keep in mind ABK, the power legal firm. Listen to us anywhere. TuneIn.com, iHeartRadio.com. Get the app at am97theanswer.com. Everybody loves my baby, but my baby don't nobody but me. No one but me. Back to Kevin McCullough, live from New York. Okay, I don't have the audio in front of me, but earlier today I did see it. Uh, Kevin McCarthy, who we were just talking about, the Speaker of the House, um, was asked today in the uh, in the uh, press area of the uh, house. He came out and he was talking to the press and he took questions. And somebody asked him and said, "Are you open to revealing all of the January sixth information?" To which I'm sure that a bunch of people in the country believe that all of the January sixth uh, footage and video and everything else has been released. It, it actually has not been. Um, and he gave about a two-minute response explaining that the January 6th footage, in his opinion, has been highly manipulated, that the select committee that investigated it was stacked because he submitted names as the then minority leader for people that Nancy Pelosi refused to seat on the select committee. And in the proceedings of the select committee, they never allowed the side that was uh, in favor of the president or did not agree with the premise that the president incited January 6th, they did not allow any of those people to have a say or to be present or to present witnesses or to do any of that stuff. So his response today was, well, because of how the select committee ran its business, I would be in favor and will most likely release all footage, not just footage that's favorable to us or to them or whoever, but all footage to the January 6th proceedings. Now, Imran, as a, as a trial lawyer, you know the value of evidence and especially exculpatory evidence and especially evidence that's hidden from the proceedings because the other side doesn't want the judge to see it. Is that kind of what's going on here? Yeah, no, listen, this is going to be helpful for all if there's a, a full uh, sort of fledged uh, revealing of the evidence that was considered or not considered. Um, and I think that, you know, Kevin, I always want um, rifts to heal if it means that things are going to get done. And, you know, there's a lot of polarization. I say that, uh, you know, and whatever can sort of bring us to the truth, which may quiet some of the drama. God knows there's been a lot of drama uh, yeah. regarding yeah. this, which has not been productive in some ways, uh, in many ways. Then, you know, I'm all for it. You know, we want clarity. We want transparency. We want to know what was out there and considered or not considered. And I think that, uh, you know, releasing all this, uh, the footage, releasing any uh, information or evidence is going to be helpful for 
uh, the process of, of really understanding what happened. Um, and, and, you know, maybe those who are so entrenched in, in certain ways, once they see certain things, and I'm talking about uh, not only uh, this particular point you're making, but in general, uh, it's helpful to have that transparency. Well, yeah, and I think that one of the things that um, always kind of is amusing to me is that, I don't know, I'm an adult, and I can ha- if something goes against my ideological bent, uh, but, but, I can, but I can see that it's true, I will acknowledge that it's true. Like, I will, I will bend the knee to the fact. Um, we, we have kind of entered this stage, and I wonder if it's uh, entered the, the legal arena, because you guys have to deal with perception and fact and, and how they're understood all the time. But we're getting a little bit to the point now, I feel like, in the country sometimes where we're saying um, we're not as interested in fact. We want to make sure that we reinforce whatever our tribal message is. So, and by tribe, I'm not talking about ethnicity. I'm talking about our groups, the the yeah. things that we wave the flags for. And right. to your larger point, I don't want to be part of a tribe. I guess the the tribe I want to be part of is what is the truth, and can we know the truth? And yeah, I have views about what that truth should mean. Um, I you know, if a preborn baby is a human being and it is alive and it is unique from its mother, then I do believe that being pro-life, that, that, that those facts then lead me to a decision that causes me to take a position. But if you can prove the facts that counter my position, I'm also willing to listen and look at those too. And I just don't think we have enough of that in the country anymore. Yeah, no, I, I 100% agree. And, you know, that's why I think uh, you need some objectivity uh, to ferret out the truth. And if it's Taking information in the total and allowing not only those who are, uh, you know, making decisions that impact the issue, but the American public to make up their mind for themselves. I think that's going to be very helpful. And uh, you know, I'm I'm the same way. I think we're we're definitely on the the same page there, Kevin. I'm I'm all for uh, not necessarily going, you know, just uh, the way that the, the flock of sheep go, just because I may be, you know, in one party or or the other. I want to know what's the truth. I want to make yeah. the decision regardless. So, and I think Based uh, you know, releasing facts. information, transparency is the way to go. Yeah. Well, and so speaking of transparency, uh, we've learned a lot about COVID-19 vaccines, and there have been a lot of people that have filed a lot of lawsuits about wanting their jobs back and, and sometimes getting damages for being told they weren't allowed to keep their job in the first place. Uh, some former employees at ESPN are suing for their jobs back. But, you know, I know there's military members that are not serving now that would like to go back to work. I know that there are other people that uh, have been told that they they will not be given their job back. Uh, it seems very inconsistent to me. What's what's the latest that we know about this? Yeah, well, you know, there's uh, some news out there. There's, you know, ESPN uh, is being sued, for example, because former employees, including Allison Williams, who was a uh, reporter uh, who would be covering, you know, a lot of sporting events for the network, including the NFL. Uh, she was terminated, um, and the, w- one aspect was the vaccine. Uh, and she was forced uh, that you, you put in a position to either take the vaccine or keep her job. She didn't want to take the vaccine because, A, uh, I, I believe she was going through some fertility treatment, didn't know how that was going to be uh, affecting her, and also uh, her religious beliefs. And that's something, you know, which you have to take uh, into consideration here. And I think you're going to see more and more lawsuits, especially as things are sort of 
I know COVID is still there. I, I get it. I had COVID recently. He myself. just declared another emergency, although he said the pandemic was over like six months ago. Right, right. You know, but there is obviously the world's getting back to life, you know, to normalcy. And I think as that occurs, you're going to see more people challenging these vaccine mandates in a in a private setting uh, and whether their religious uh, beliefs and their ability, their religious freedoms or their beliefs are being infringed on um, in violation of, you know, statutory law and violation of the Constitution. You may see more lawsuits like this. Well, I, and I, I, I don't I don't think there's a reason not to have them come, because if courts continue to find that they were wrongfully treated, then other people are going to say, well, I was, too. And there were a lot of people that were treated that way. So it's going to it's going to be interesting. I, I don't know why that hasn't bled over to the public sector as much, uh, because I, I do know people that would like to go back to serving their country in the military. But we'll talk about that at another occasion. Up next, it's Esquire Etiquette. It's where Imran Ansari gives you his free legal advice. Stay with us. Craving that signature Sunday sauce? Michaels of Brooklyn will make your place a must. Join Michaels of Brooklyn Sauce of the Month Club. Receive a different jar of Michaels of Brooklyn pasta sauce, homemade pasta and biscotti each month for six months. Make your home the place to be with Michaels of Brooklyn signature fresh marinara right in your home. Visit michaelsofbrooklyn.com and order online. That's michaelsofbrooklyn.com. Michaels of Brooklyn, serving the community since 1964. The bigger your 401k, the better your retirement, right? Wrong. The fact is, with proposed new taxes, another market crash, inflation, and rising health care costs, you could be forced to downsize your retirement. Discover the secret savvy investors are turning to for retirement security. A new 401k law that unlocks an ingenious retirement protection plan that could protect your savings from inflation and a stock market downturn while boosting your retirement income as much as 40%. It's all laid out in simple language in a new book from Josh Melberg. His insightful guide is your roadmap to retiring with confidence and it's yours free with one call don't risk a lifetime of work building your retirement this little known retirement protection plan could safeguard your wealth and boost your retirement up to 40 percent for your free copy of guarantee your retirement by josh melberg call now call 800-337-8051 that's 800-337-8051 800-337-8051 the mike gallagher shows partnership with relief factor is one of the most glorious, productive, happy things we've ever done. I love getting people out of pain. And it started with me. I'm a selfish guy. I had lower back pain until I started taking Relief Factor. About two and a half weeks in, I woke up one morning and realized, wow, my lower back pain is absolutely gone. Do you know over 70% of people who try Relief Factor through their three-week quick start program of 1995, they order it again? That's because... Relief Factor is a success. It's the 100% drug-free approach to getting rid of the inflammation that causes pain to begin with. And I am so proud to walk into our Relief Factor studios every day because they mean that much to us. Relief Factor. Go to relieffactor.com. Relieffactor.com. Try the three-week quick start. It's 1995. Relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384. 800-500-8384. 
for Relief Factor. This is Mike Gallagher. Join me on an amazing journey through Israel this October. Dennis Prager and I are going back to the Holy Land for the Stand with Israel Tour, along with our trusted partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours. Imagine a personal impact from exploring Jerusalem, Galilee, the Dead Sea region, and so much more. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com, StandWithIsraelTour.com, or call 855-565-5519. StandWithIsraelTour.com. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Once again, from New York, here's Radio Night Live and Kevin McCullough. Well, as Lonnie Perkins says, once again, here's Imran Ansari with this week's Esquire Etiquette. Go for it. Okay, Kevin, as always, I'm going to bounce it off a topic that we talked about tonight with this Esquire Etiquette exactly what we just spoke about. And I want to let our listeners know uh, about their rights in the workplace. You have certain rights in the workplace as an employee based and sounding in the Constitution and also statutory law, both state, if you're here in New York, and also other states in the tri-state area, and federal law that protects your uh, ability to practice your religion as you see fit, uh, to uh, also uh, hold certain beliefs uh, that can't be infringed on by your employer. So let's just say you want to pray at some point during the day. Well, you know, your employer should make accommodation of that. And if you're prevented from doing so, you may have a lawsuit uh, against your employer. Also, if you are pregnant or even just had, you know, gave birth and you want to nurse or, or uh, pump, you know, if you will, in the workplace, I'm again using an example in my mind from a case that I handled, you know, your employer can't uh, stop you from doing that. That could amount to gender discrimination or pregnancy discrimination. There are all sorts of areas uh, where you have rights that your employer can't infringe on, whether it be religious or racial or uh, ethnic um, or things like that. And if you feel that your employer is doing so and you're being prevented uh, from possibly uh, you know, go, uh, practicing a religion and there are certain things that are sacred in the Constitution and under the statute... Well, you should talk to a lawyer and make sure uh, that you are, your rights are not being infringed upon. And if they are, you may have a lawsuit. You will never want to give up your rights, particularly those under the Constitution. Yeah. Well, that is, that is good stuff. And um, so piggybacking on that, how important is it if you begin to feel like stuff is going down to just keep a, a little record of it, a little journal, you know, on this date, this happened, even if it's just in, in your handwriting? Yeah, no, it's very important because that's going to assist you or your attorney uh, in, you know, prosecuting your claim, if you will, uh, as a plaintiff, if you do file a lawsuit. And it's particularly important to show that you have requested certain accommodation from your employer, you've been denied that accommodation, and you want that particularly in writing. That's that's always ideal because that's going to be the evidence that you're going to be using to show that your rights are being infringed upon. If you have an HR department, you may want to go make a complaint or a claim to the HR department and get denied. And if you get denied, even in that context, again, that strengthens your claim. Yeah. All right. Uh, See, he gives us free stuff. Good stuff. Uh, Imran, always appreciate you. Thanks for taking time out of your busy night to be here. I know you've got uh, three or four cases that you're juggling, like always, uh, but uh, grateful for your expertise in uh, helping us think them through. Thanks for having me, as always, Kevin. Always great to be on. 
So tomorrow night, we're going to end the week with a lot of fun. Uh, we've got some cool stuff and a new show to tell you about. Christine Nicholas will be here. Uh, A.B. and Nick will be uh, manning the post as well. And it will be a, a great, fun Friday. And then um, Saturday night at 9 on the Salem News Channel, a best of for my original Radio Night Live because a week from Saturday night, we launched the That Kevin Show. So I look forward to uh, talking to you anywhere uh, there and along the way. Kevin McCullough saying so long. With you.